the tribe The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer Winter's Call. All right, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And you get to introduce our next guest. Ha 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 ha. Ah, we know him, we love him. He's just some dude. But I like to refer to him as Amish Beard from South Dakota. Buddy. Howdy. (laughs) (laughs) Of course I want to give him shit. Come on. Did you hear that intro that he gave me? Fuck off. (laughs) You know, it's funny. Nobody's going to even fucking hear it until the blooper reel. And then they're going to be like, oh, that's what fucking Tyr was talking about. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I may have to add it at the end or, you know, splice it together in this one. Just cut part of it out. But Jeez. Instead of a commercial break, you just have that. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Man, fuck advertising. We just got to roast people. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. For our first, like, OnlyFans uh, video, we just do a bunch of fucking roasts. <laughs> Just roast everybody that joins us. Yeah, so Queen, <laughs> so Queen walked us through it. So uh, we're seriously contemplating about starting an OnlyFans just for a podcast, so we can do the video <laughs> podcast and just totally go fucking off the wall. Are you doing them shirtless or something? Why OnlyFans? Because it's hey, don't funny. you be talking shit. This milkshake brings all the boys to your fuck. <laughs> 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 no, because Milkshake. because got it fucking utters there, chum. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- no, the reason that we're we were talking about OnlyFans is because it'd just be a poke in the eye of the people who say we want to go after Queen. Oh yeah. That Are you going to do this entire one in the in the letter, Kenny voice? Oh, please God, no! Because <laughs> <laughs> we won't be able to do anything serious. <laughs> We haven't done a fucking serious thing yet today. <laughs> Not my fault. You 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 invited the child. Wait 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 okay. wait wait. Okay. He's not a child anymore. He's wait. not. He can officially drink now. Okay. No no no. The the reason that we wanted to bring you on is because uh, you are very mature for your age, and we wanted to get your viewpoints on certain things. Things that hold on. A, what? He is very mature for his age, you say. Jake, my boy, how do you feel about snow? Not a fan. Not a fan. And where do you live again? Live in beautiful East River, South Dakota. Okay, okay, okay. South Dakota, you don't like snow. Now, I know, I know, Odin, you're going to tell me he's in school, so give him a break. Where are you planning on staying after school? South Dakota. And you don't like snow. It's called I'll pay somebody else to clear the snow for me. Then I don't have to fucking deal with it. I rest my case. (laughs) He is smarter than the average bear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then you lose your case. What's it like, though? I I curiosity because you are you hold a lot of very similar beliefs to, to me and Odin. Uh, and you're usually pretty level-headed, unless you're clapping back at somebody, and then even I go, oh, that hurt my soul. I don't even have one. <laughs> What's it like going to school in, in this day and age? Well, I mean, I guess being at South Dakota State, it's a pretty unique situation because it's kind of 50-50. So I can avoid the liberals if I want. You know, every, every college is a liberal center, but I can avoid it being in the College of Ag because the entire College of Ag is either conservative or they're liberal and they just don't give a fuck. But 
Yeah, Fair. going to some of my other classes, like my general ed classes, I do get dirty looks because I, I like I have flag flag hats, shirts that are pro America. People just give me dirty looks. <laughs> I told you guys this story, but I'll say it now. I about got into a fight this semester. So dude looking like Che Guevara and Gucci walks up to me at the coffee shop student union and he I guess I must have been wearing something that pissed him off and he starts yelling at me all this shit dumb fucking trumper capitalism is evil blah 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 and I'm just like brushing him off yeah yeah go away don't you have a class to get to and he goes fuck America and he pushes me keep in mind I'm sitting in an armchair so I go precisely nowhere (laughs) And I just sit there for a second, and I'm like, fuck it. And I stand up. Keep in mind, I'm 6'2". I'm skinny, but I'm still 6'2". It's intimidating enough. And this dude turns out to be, like, way shorter than me. (laughs) But I don't get a chance to compare heights, because by the time I stand up, he's out the door. Sounds about usual. They usually only attack in packs. Yeah. So... That is a horror story. I can't believe the tolerant left would attack you for having a different viewpoint and supporting America. You know, the country that, you know, gave them all of this really cool shit and opportunity. Gave him the right to wear that name brand clothing that's designed to look old as shit. Yeah, I don't get that. Well, I am significantly older than you. As a matter of fact, my son is older than you. So for me, you know, the the time in college or the time in, you know, it, it is far past. So I, I like to get that type of perspective. So it's funny. What are you talking about? I'm a decade older than him now. I didn't realize that until now. <laughs> oh, holy crap. Another thing is for my both of the jobs that I've worked in college, I do travel a lot, and I do end up on a lot of college campuses. And the worst one I've been to is University of Minnesota over in St. Paul. That place is a hellscape. I was like, I am glad that I force myself to just wear nondescript clothing while I'm at work, or else I'd have a mob around me at all times while I'm trying to cut down a tree. Well, that... That's interesting because you you call it a hellscape, and Minneapolis St. Paul is you know the center of hellscapes since you know the whole George Floyd thing. So it is a hellscape in a hellscape. Does it get progressively worse, or because you're uh, you know you're at a liberal university, well, they're, they're really, it's it's it, better. It, I mean, it looks nicer because it's a university, but I was <laughs> in. <laughs> I was, they have they have funding there, but uh, like I that week I was in Minneapolis. I was just all over the place. I was in Edina, which is a suburb of Minneapolis. And that's where all the rich people live. Like Justin Timberlake used to have a fucking house there, and crazy rich people. You know, there there's still you know BLM signs because it is Minneapolis. But it's still like a really nice neighborhood. Like you wouldn't know that it's an extremely liberal neighborhood until you went to like an actual area with businesses in a diner. But one of the spots that I was working was like the block where the George Floyd thing happened. And I bet that was fun. It looked like a war zone. Like it looked like a ten year war went on on that block. It was insanity. That's crazy. And this is well over, this was in August, over a year after George Floyd died. And it's still in shambles. That's crazy. So, uh, I don't want you to reveal any, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, dear. Oh, I I just have a question for you. I know that it's not your university because it is a university in Ohio. But I'd like to hear from a college student how you feel about this little gem uh, about four days ago it, it broke on fox news and i don't usually watch fox news but this particular headline popped out and i was like oh my god 
Ohio college student angry and scared after cisgender men install radiator in dorms, violating his safe space. <laughs> Tell me how you feel about so, safe spaces. So he'd rather be frozen, cold. Yeah, he'd rather freeze than have somebody who is not LGBT or near him. Like it. That's so stupid. Oh, well, I don't disagree. I don't it, disagree, but I was just curious. How do you feel about safe spaces, though? Do you, have, do you ever run into way, it? It's one way to gatekeep the whole... Uh, but now you have to hire LGBTQ people to install your radiators. Saying. Well, well, let's be honest. There ain't nobody... I don't even... I'm straight and I don't want to install radiators professionally. There's definitely no gig <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tier asked you about uh, safe spaces. Do you have safe spaces on your college? Oh, I mean, they just built a new American Indian Student Center. They took out the campus screen to do it, so and they market that as a place for Native American students to connect and feel at one in the environment of South Dakota State University. Do and they have a heater? I think that's yes. It is the, a brand-new state-of-the-art building. No, no, no. If they want to connect with South Dakota, it needs to be fucking cold and full of snow and uh, no wheels allowed. None. I mean, you just got to go outside for that. Right? <laughs> no walking. To designate the green as a safe space. Yeah. To connect culturally. I mean, if if there are any actual safe spaces on SDSU's campus, I don't fucking know about them. But I think that's stupid. I need I need a designated area so that everybody can feel safe, happy, and welcome. Fuck it, it's college. Nobody gives a shit about you anymore. Right. So, so you don't, you don't have to give out any information you don't want, but we know. Uh, so how do you feel about the fact that there's a college in Oregon or Washington that decided that trees were racist? That was a, that was a high school actually. Uh, I guess you're uh, a little bit older for high school by like a year or two. Yeah. It's, it's still a, it's still a thing that happened. So I'll, I'll just say it. I've worked the last 18 months as an intern the state forest health expert of South Dakota. I'm leaving that job, so I don't care. But <clears throat> it's fucking stupid. Trees aren't fucking racist. <laughs> They're a fucking tree. Wait, I, I'm I'm unaware of this. So why are trees racist? Well, from the from the statement that the school made, they say that trees symbolize the heinous acts of lynching that took place in the South before the passing of the Civil Rights Act. And like, first off, the tr- the the school's mascot was the Evergreens. I don't know if y'all have been around a pine tree, but those branches are bendy. Not only that, they're all kind of stacked together, so lynching yeah. would be horrible in those trees. Why do it's you like, know if, this? If you, <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I mean, the the only way you can make that argument is if they were the live oaks. But then, but even then, why would your school be named the live oak if you're in Oregon? They only grow in the south. It blows my mind that they're willing to do stuff like this for an inanimate object. It's not like <laughs> are we going to start calling uh, you know cars racist because there aren't very many black people that 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 go into NASCAR? Yes. Exactly. Do you not? Do you not remember the whole Bubba d- incident? Oh yeah, there, there was a there was a noose strategically placed by the door of my garage. You sure it wasn't just the pole rope that's on every other garage door in the lot? Right. <laughs> All right. So when we had Coop here, Tier decided he wanted to have a commercial break. So I think we need a commercial break because the two of you have a message for a certain individual. 
Go ahead. Just like you to know that this particular commercial break is sponsored by Clemson and exactly how bad they suck. Oh, the dog worse. <laughs> I need to hear you say it. Can you? They're terrible. I'd rather watch paint dry than watch Clemson football. <laughs> watch. Go Most big. of our fans Go are going to become Clemson Go fans Jacks. just so they can talk <laughs> crap to us. So, <laughs> 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 I, I I tell you what that that certain someone that that that, that beautiful soul that will be talking to us later. I almost feel bad for him because if he listens to all these, he's going to be so riled up. <laughs> Which ought to make an interesting. I can see now the very first po- words out of his mouth is. Fuck you, Tear, and fuck you, Coop, and fuck you. you know, just throwing the F-bombs everywhere. And then you just hear his wife in the background, watch your language. Be nice to your friends. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, we are, we are so evil to him. <laughs> the fact that we're just laying out the groundwork so that he sits here and he walks in and he's good, just gonna be going. Yeah, we knew you were gonna say that. Oh, by the way, I I haven't hit the recording button yet. He's gonna go off, and I'm gonna be like, "Psych! I recorded the whole thing. I'm gonna send it to you." Checkmate. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to him. That would be wrong. Nice. Yes, you would. You'd put it in the blooper reel. <laughs> <laughs> just a 30 minute section of the blooper reel just him going off <laughs> uh, I think he's so you think he realizes I use the Z sound for an S just to drive him nuts now Clemson Clemson <laughs> there's no Z man there's no fucking Z <laughs> there ain't a P in it either he's saying fucking Clemson Ah, oh, we've given him enough shit. And he ain't even here to back himself up. No, what's crazy is I've never, I have never, and we could talk about sports. I'm not really a sports guy, uh, but let's talk about the obsession that he has with the position of the freaking paw. It's supposed to be at the one o'clock, man. Now well, I, I think I, it's because like the trademark is for it at the. In that correct possession. So, like, when you're when you turn it another way, or violating a trademark agreement, or some shit like that. Yeah, but it's this. It you know, for some people, it's just a sticker. They didn't place it right. You know, I remember. Okay, I was stationed in yeah. the Navy when the Jacksonville Jaguars got their team, and the fans were so obnoxious. Like, I would be stopped in traffic, and people would run outside of their car with Jacksonville Jaguar stickers. And just slap cars with them, or slap the slap the cars with the stickers in their hands, and I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, Jack. I'll, I'll say this right now. I know neither of you sports guys, but you have to give Jacksonville Jaguars fans credit because they have only had one good year in their entire existence. But they are still so loyal. And they still sell out that giant stadium. <laughs> you know, I, I just wish that half the people that uh, that we have dealt with, half the Patriots we dealt with, had that same level of loyalty. <laughs> right? <laughs> that yeah. same rabbit, like, just, you know, this is how it is. Are you, you may be loyal to this country, but are you Jacksonville Jaguars fans loyal? Or are you so. are you Reaper loyal? When it comes to the Clemson. Yeah. <laughs> right? Are you that loyal? Hour, I grew up an hour from Lincoln, Nebraska, and I'm not even that loyal to the Huskers as I am as he is to Clemson. <laughs> I'm poor man. CSU and I'm not that loyal to Jackrabbit football. <laughs> I wouldn't be either with a name like Jackrabbit. It's better than our biggest rival, University of South Dakota, is the Coyote. No, you know, they're gonna. Nope, nope. They're gonna politically change that name because Coyotes smuggle illegal immigrants. Oh, sorry. Hold on. 
undocumented Americans across the border now. Trespassing yeah, that, sons of bitches. Just call it what it is. is They're the, criminals. That is the that is the liberal college of South Dakota is USD. That's where all like the Oh, so they the are coyotes. Of, they do want to bring illegal immigrants across the border. Much. Fair. Okay. If 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 anybody's hearing this, fuck the yotes. Trash. You will never be good at anything. Five words. The gauntlet has been tossed. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about political correctness then. So, (laughs) at what point do we sit here and like start smacking people? Yo, I know we really want to now, but I mean, actually, start smacking people. You You mean that's not now? Physically smacking people? Yeah. Well, yo, when is when is political correctness gone too far? Like we've already canceled oh, Mrs. Butterworth. We've already canceled Land of Lakes Indian. We've already it's, canceled Aunt Jemima, uh, Uncle Ben. I, I will say, I will say this real quick. It is very poetic irony that in the name of wokeness, a white person took away a native off the land. Oh. <laughs> Look at the stones on this one. Sip on that, liberals. Well, no, the, the reason that we invited him on the, on the podcast is because he was the one who was going to say the most inflammatory shit that we could think of. So, here we go! <laughs> I mean, that wasn't podcast us. going down in three, two, one. <laughs> We ain't been banned yet, and we said some pretty hellacious shit. I'm just saying. You gotta try to top that. I'm just saying. You got you got that. You know, you gotta be the torchbearer for the next generation. <laughs> so no offense, your generation is pretty much fucked. So yeah, I don't claim it. So there aren't any good organizations that you know. I don't want to say kids your age, but uh, you know, people your age that are going through college, like. They're conservative. They don't want to get swamped by the liberal mindset anywhere that they could go. Turning Point USA. You know, Charlie Charlie Kirk and that crew. They're probably the biggest or- conservative organization in the country outside of just the Republican Party. You know, they're the biggest organization. And they are, because they're a 501c3, they're not outright Republican. They're just pro-America Bro, this is the best place to be on planet fucking Earth, even in 20, even in the dumpster fire that has been the last two years. That's a pl- that's a good place to go. And then also, National College Republican Association or whatever it's called, it, the college college Republicans. Each university, if they still have it, will have a college Republicans club, and they're all in a national organization. That's another place to go. Sweet. All right. Don't you have a? Don't you have like a convention you're going to? What? May oh God, sure? I should. I should plug that December December 18th through twentieth. December eighteenth through twentieth. Turning Point is putting on the biggest conservative con- extravaganza in the entire movement. America Fest in Phoenix, Arizona. Get your fucking tickets now, you lazy bastards. I love it. I love it. Hey, <laughs> when we finally get monetized, you're doing our fucking commercial. I just say it. Oh, yeah. Sign up, young. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we love you. You don't, you don't actually sugarcoat anything. So, all right. I want you to be as bare honest as you want and tell us what your political beliefs actually are. Because we can make fun of the the left and the right, and conservatives and Republicans. But where do you actually stand? I want my gay neighbors to guard their legal marijuana plants with AR-15s. <laughs> that is a good fucking answer. I like it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what you do, who you do, anything. Thing about you, as long as it doesn't infringe my right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Fuck yeah! I wish more people had that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I just wish more people understood that concept. 
Like how? You know, and I'm not trying to pick on you at all, but it's a question that's always sat in the back of my mind throughout the, especially past several months when we've watched people that we would think would hold similar beliefs to us. And here you are, the youngest of the group going, no. How are you, like, how are you this way at your age? Because I don't give a shit about anybody, really. I've had my back stabbed more times than once. I don't give a fuck anymore. <clears throat> I just want to be left alone to do my own fucking thing. That's exactly why I moved to South Dakota from Nebraska. And that's exactly why I've taken the uh, winding path of career that I have chosen. Here I, I thought he just like wanted to be the... Here I thought he only wanted to be the person for 500 miles that had a broadband. <laughs> Listen. That, that's the hardest flexes, all right? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> you go, yeah, you go out to some of those places in West River, South Dakota, you say you have Wi-Fi, the most popular guy in the county, all right? <laughs> <laughs> go out there and start selling your password. <laughs> <laughs> 10 dollars $10, $20 a month and... Or ten or twenty dollars a day, you just change the password daily. Yeah. <laughs> just really a question. Suffices to is I just want to be left alone. I want to do my own shit. You know, I believe in the Constitution. I uphold the Constitution. And a lot a lot of the Constitution, especially the first ten amendments, boil down to leave me the fuck alone and let me do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> so I have a question here. Hold on. I'm going to do, do, do another cheap uh, Turning Point USA plug. Here's one of their new buttons. Don't tread, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those. <laughs> no, um, USA.com. I'm always amazed whenever we talk about politics back and forth, and I, I almost wonder... When you say you're, a, you know, you you believe in the Constitution, are you saying that you believe in the Constitution as it stands, or, or how do you feel about that? Back and forth. You know, there, there's, I, I'm not as well read on the Constitution. I I don't know many of the amendments off the top of my head, but it's like the basic tenets of the Bill of Rights is pretty much how I live my life. Don't fuck with me, and I won't fuck with you. I'll let you say whatever the fuck you want as long as you let me to say whatever the fuck I want. I'll let you own whatever guns you want as long as you let me own whatever guns I want. Again, my my politics suffices all the way down to just leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> he if sounds like one of the forefathers. If we have to have a constitution to set in set those boundaries of stay the fuck out of my business, fine. <laughs> Uh, he sounds like a grouchy old man. Do you have a sign in your front yard that says "Get off my lawn"? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my landlords would be very not happy with me if I started putting up signs. <laughs> <laughs> because it starts with "Get no, off here... my grass" and says "Any functional adult 2024." <laughs> 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 We're fucked if that's the case because I don't know very many of them. Twenty twenty four. So, any particular topic you'd like to discuss a little bit? We've been asking questions, well, I have, but not really. I was. I'm here just thinking we're gonna bullshit for two hours. I mean, we're we're bullshit. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. So, I know that we have talked about this. Uh, can you explain to me why the Forestry Service doesn't have a list of the people that go missing in the National Forest? <laughs> there it's, is. There is no reason. There is no reason. Because here's my conspiracy we'll theory, that the national parks and the state parks are used to hide cryptids within them, and the people missing are actually food. Well, yeah, I, I heard that conspiracy theory about 
Theodore Roosevelt starting those national parks. It's a big foot in the land of what is now Yellowstone. And yeah, I, I believe that there are certain cryptids. Like, I believe in Bigfoot. That's about it for the cryptids, but I believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> and there goes every shred of credibility we had. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shushu, you know, funny story about that. So, where I'm at in, in my particular neck of the woods, there was a man that had been sheriff for what, almost 10, 15 years. But he goes on that uh, on that show, Finding Bigfoot. Right? He's been the sheriff. Everyone figured he would always be the sheriff. But even here, in the middle of just bumfuck Egypt, Kentucky, they were like, nope, we cannot have him be, <laughs> be the sheriff anymore. <laughs> one episode, <laughs> one 30-second one blur of him going, yeah, I've seen Bigfoot here. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> to, to clarify, I believe Bigfoot existed i don't believe that there's a bigfoot anymore because jesus christ everybody has got some of the most powerful cameras on planet earth in their fucking pocket we haven't found a picture of him fucking yet oh you don't understand no i'm just kidding i i I can only go so far (laughs) into believing in bigfoot things so although it's a fucking 10 foot monkey all right because it it did it did exist this is there, there is a species of Gigantopithecus. It's an orangutan. Yeah, Gigantopithecus. That's what I believe Bigfoot was. I believe Gigantopithecus <laughs> survived longer than is documented. And people and Native Americans, because that's where Bigfoot started out, was Native American stories. Native Americans saw it. That's what I believe Bigfoot is. All right. In Florida, we have we have our own version of Bigfoot. It's called the Skunky. Oh, I thought you were going to say Florida Man. <laughs> Florida I, Man actually exists. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think really some of those Skunk Ape, Florida Bigfoot, yo, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Michigan, <laughs> anything that touches Florida, right? I'm sure some of those Bigfoot stories are literally just Florida Man drunk. Fell just into a, a really hairy Florida man. No, not even hopefully just fell in the mud. He's covered in the grime and you know, between the grime and the, the you know the, the the Spanish moss that hangs from all the trees. You know, just some dude drunk at the woods running through Hold my beer. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the more I think about that, that that's Highly plausible. <laughs> I mean, come on. We already got zombies in Miami. What I mean? Basalts, man. You know, I, really, I don't want to hear. I mean, the, the fact that Florida man, a Florida man robbed a a fast food joint with an alligator. Hey, hey, hey. It with was his pet. Alligator. It wasn't his weapon. It was his pet. And I fully, the window. I fully support taking your pet with you into stores, especially if it's hot outside. The dude threw it through the drive-thru like he expected that would do something. <laughs> well, sometimes they don't reach far enough out with the food. He was just like one of those extendo claws. He just had that out. <laughs> I the food and it back. Like, good plan, Bo Cephas. Now you just lost your fucking weapon. Hey, look. The Florida man is not alone. He's got a Florida woman. There was a woman in Craigslist uh, in <coughs> Florida who decided that she was going to sell her former uh, fake boobs. Let's be honest. The Florida man that tries to rob a Wendy's with an alligator does not have a Florida woman. <laughs> he might have. There were sp- okay. For those of you who are not uh, not familiar with the Florida man phenomenon, I want you to go on Google. I want you to type in your birthday, not the year, just the date, and then type in Florida man and look at the results that you get. They're hilarious. Like woman smacks Flor or Florida woman smacks Florida man with hot sauce packets. As a domestic violence case. And it's like, really? 
Florida woman chops off Florida man's penis because he went and bought Wendy's. <gasps> this, Wait, is God, God, this is a warning reaper. This is a warning reaper. No triple baconator for you. The one for my birthday was a Florida man has penis chopped off because he refused a threesome. Right? So everybody's going to look up their Florida man story? I am Florida man. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> Florida man, January. That. I don't want to. <laughs> I like this one. Florida man arrested after allegedly beating, stomping a man for not social distancing. I told you it's called melee rage. <laughs> how, about, how about Florida man names his knife kindness and then goes and stabs somebody so that he could say that he killed them with kindness <laughs> alright so Florida mine, man. mine is There's... Florida man arrested after pelting girlfriend with McDonald's sweet and sour packets that's a waste of McDonald's sweet and sour packets. That's a, that's the best sauce they've got. Wait, 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 Odin. Did you know there's actually a Florida Man board game? Yes. We need this. There's actually there's actually a Florida Man YouTube <laughs> channel. Not sponsored. Right there, there's a YouTube channel, Florida Man Report, and it is the it is probably my favorite YouTube channel when it comes to just crazy stuff about Florida. Yeah, so the guy who threw the McDonald's, she brought, she bought the wrong food, so he threw the packets. He is facing felony battery charges. How hard was he throwing the packets? He placed them in his palm, and then pressed them in, or pressed her into her head into the ground using his body weight. Which hold on, wait, it gets better. This story is not done. The headline is funny, but allow me to. I'm not going to even show you the picture because this is an audio podcast, but it prompted the woman to rip off part of his beard. Oh, 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 no. Now, he was charged earlier that same year, right, for throwing a burrito at his girlfriend. This dude just needs to eat in peace. That That's all that is. Okay, January 1st, 2015. Florida man trapped in unlocked closet for two days. <laughs> door was not locked. Not locked. The door is not locked. Okay, so not only is his name is John Arwood, 31, and Amber Campbell, 25. This is a 31-year-old and a 25-year-old. Thought they were stuck in a janitor's closet at the Daytona State College for two days before realizing they could just open the door and walk out. (laughs) So, a Florida man walks into a restaurant. He's arrested after making himself a hamburger at the restaurant. He breaks into a Wendy's. He breaks the glass, enters the Florida Wendy's, uh, with large bricks and stones, breaks in and decides that there was nothing he wanted to steal, so he makes himself a triple bacon. How do we go from us talking about this intelligent young man in a in college and how impressed we are to Florida man? I blame the "do not give a fuck" <laughs> attitude. <laughs> say. He gives he gives two fucks less than a Florida man. I think we should. Listen, we I think two we hosts should. For this podcast, why am I the one in trouble? I think we should make him an honorary Florida man. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> South Dakota, where the men are men and the goats are scared. Oh damn! Whoa! 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 <laughs> <laughs> the mountain goat. That's why they're so good at running away. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> You're an endangered species. 
Oh, jeez. Matt. <laughs> I'll say this out. My roommate in college is actually a goat farmer, and I would give him such shit all the time because he's a goat farmer. You're such a dick. <laughs> but that's why we love you. So, <laughs> at the end of our podcast, since we've got almost an hour that we've been fucking around, and half of it, yeah, half of it was fucking Florida man jokes. So, at what point do we go from with, with the way that the world is? Do we go from objecting to what is your moment? When do you take up arms? Know. Where's your blood rock? <laughs> when they come from my family. <clears throat> they haven't yet, thankfully. So when they come specifically from my sister. I have an 11-year-old sister. When they come for her. Because thankfully they live in Nebraska, and Nebraska actually cares about individual rights. That's one. Good answer. Good answer. I like Mr. it. Tear, do you have anything you want to ask him? <laughs> serious or not serious? I would like to finish it serious, but I know you better than that. So, Because you're like, I want to hear him answer it in the letter, Kenny voice. And at which point we're too busy fucking laughing to do anything else. So. <laughs> I mean, we just spent, what, the last half hour talking about fucking... Florida man. Like, how did we even get to Florida man? I don't know. I blame you. I, I do too. It's, it's the whole that he gives two fucks less than a Florida man. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't looking up Florida man articles. You two stooges were. <laughs> no, you started it. <laughs> we, just, we just finished it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I remember how. I remember how my my Alzheimer's. I, I had some ice cream, so I'll be okay. It was uh, okay, I asked Joe about the uh, the missing four one one, and the national parks and the conspiracy theory that the national parks hold cryptids, and then from there we went to Florida cryptid the Stone Cape, and th- that's how we ended up in Florida. Man. See, the old oh. man still remembers. <laughs> Listen, I've had too many knocks to the head. My short-term memory is terrible, all right? <laughs> I got a question for you. If you um, – I'm actually going to surprise everybody for a second. If you had some advice to give to people that are just coming into college now, like even if it's career or, or what to look for in a college, what would you tell them? This is going to sound sappy because if you went through the college system, you heard this at all of your, like when you toured campus and then student orientation and then your first day on campus, but get involved, get involved in as much shit as <coughs> you can get involved in, as much as your schedule will let you. You will find something you're passionate about and you will find people that you will get along with. And that'll be better than anything is that'll that'll mean honestly if you ask me having experience doing something other than being in college is more valuable than getting a degree being involved is more important yeah building up your your experience, whether it be volunteer experience with various clubs on campus, whether it be work experience, having, having a long resume of volunteer things, work experience things. Oh, you were, you were on the executive team for this club, this club, and this club, your sophomore through your junior year, having all of that, in most career paths is more valuable than a degree. Showing showing that you actually can do shit. It's all all a college degree, and this is coming from a college student. All a college degree says is that you are smart enough to pass a bunch of classes about a specific thing. 
that doesn't show you can work. That doesn't show you can function on a team or by yourself. That just shows you know things. That doesn't show you can do things. Being involved shows that you can do things. I like it. Yeah, definitely words of wisdom. I wish somebody had told me that. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's that, that whole ideology of just getting involved. I, I like that especially because how many people do we have that have never been involved, but they think that their opinion should matter, but they do nothing for it. Exactly. Whereas, you know, you have an opinion, but I can respect it even if I disagree with some of them because you're involved. You get your hands dirty. You You do the work. Yeah. The the best way to better yourself is to fucking work. You know, I, I hear people on the left make jokes about the, oh, you just pull up yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, that's how you fucking do it. That's how we got out of the fucking Great Depression. The worst economic crisis in world history. We got out of it by people going to fucking work. Right, right. So do you have a passion... So, area that you want to work in? Well, my uh, my major is in horticulture. And I, I mentioned earlier, I worked for state forest health expert. I just like working with plants. But <clears throat> I, I've decided, I, the only, honestly, the only reason I took this job that I'm currently working is because I got burnt out by all the bureaucratic shit that comes from working for a university. And so I took this job, and, but really what I'm passionate about is helping people, Grow, growing plants and producing food is what I'm best at. So, like, I kid you not when I say from the day I could walk, I was helping my grandma in her vegetable garden. I, when I, like, I've done this close to 18 years. Even though that sounds weird because I'm 21, but like, no, I've been working and doing this for 18 years, but helping people because food, food insecurity is the biggest social issue in the state of South Dakota. <laughs> West River, South Dakota is terrible for growing anything other than grass. <laughs> so there, there's places out there like the city of Edgemont where the only place in town to get food is the gas station. There isn't even a grocery store. They have to drive 45 minutes to hot springs to go buy groceries. Oh, and if you get hit by the weather and stuff, you're screwed. Yeah. So it's like, I I just want to be able to provide for as many people as possible using the skills I have. Now you want to make sure that all of their fruits and vegetables are organic, right? Oh, I knew you were gonna. (laughs) (laughs) You evil, evil son of a bitch. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. You heard it from me. And keep in mind, I've taken all, every food safety training class that the USDA offers. I've taken all of the organics classes that the USDA offers. Organic is a fucking sham. Organics is a marketing scheme perpetuated by the federal government in a way to get you to pay more for lettuce. Because if you look into the USDA's requirement for organics, I can still spray herbicide, pesticide, synthetic fertilizer on every crop I grow and still be considered organic. It's just the amount that I use. I can, like... The previous job I worked before this, we used conventional practices, but we just lowered it down enough that we could still be considered USDA certified organic. That's crazy. So you mean I shouldn't be paying 50% more for my vegetables just because I want it to be clean? No. (laughs) You want it to be clean, grow it. If you want it... See, this is why I, what I preach isn't organic. What I preach is local. Knowing where your shit comes from is more important than knowing the shit is organic. 
about GMO versus heirloom? Well, if you want to have a true non-GMO diet, go grow yourself some fucking Tio Sente and tell me how that shit works out for you. <laughs> so That's what I have to say about that. Tio's, Tio Sente is the origin plant of all like corn and all the cereal crops that we have. And it took humans 40,000 years ago breeding it with other shit. So you're not you're not terribly concerned about GMOs. But don't GMOs mutate when if you gather their seed? Or is that another lie we've been told? Like you can only get heirlooms to produce from one to the next. Well that's how you create new variety that's how we've always created new varieties is just like Oh, we've got this shit and this shit, and it made this new shit. So unless unless it, unless some gen, genetically modified genetic modification is also just a bad way to describe those genetically engineered is the better term because every organism existing on planet Earth in the year two thousand twenty one has undergone some sort of genetic modification. It's called right. adaptation. Fair. Genetic engineering is the better term, but that doesn't sound as good. Right. Well, it's like uh, there were tomatoes that you could buy that you could grow. And they said that if you harvested the seeds, they wouldn't grow true. Like something else would come from them. Uh, and that's why people went after heirloom well, instead of uh, GMOs. Well, that's... Uh... Uh, that's what's called a cultivar is a man-made variety of a species of plant that already exists. Most of those seeds are sterile. Meaning they aren't true to that specific subspecies that they cre- man-made created. If you have like a beefsteak tomato, it's the really big tomato that's good for slicing. It's just thick, solid. There's no like gaps in it or anything like that. That's a natural variety. They have different heirloom cultivars of that, but they just grow regular beefsteak tomatoes. Huh. When you harvest the seed and you regrow it. So what do, what would people look for? That's just, that's just a byproduct of nature being nature. Oh, okay. Man interfering for a short amount of time. But in, uh, unless, it, unless it resolves in something being poisonous, it shouldn't be an issue. Oh, okay. No, because see, I, you know, we, we were talking, you know, you had talked about grow your own you know, at, at local and stuff like that, that uh, you would want seed that would produce, or you wanted an, a, a vegetable that would produce seed so that you could keep going. So th- that's why I well, asked you can about get, those. <clears throat> you can get organic cultivars, which is just man for using non-genetic engineering means, not gene splicing or any. It's not... Like the cult, the cultivar isn't made in a lab. It's made by a human crossing one plant with another plant. So it's not a variety that just ha- naturally happens in the lab. Those create viable things. It's the stuff that happens in a lab that doesn't create viable cultivars. Just like sustainability versus, you know, uh, a hybrid. Yes. Okay. Right. So it's so like a a synthetically manufactured hybrid versus a a sustainable. Crossbreed. Would it be a way to think of it? We went from laughing and making fun of Florida man to gardening advice. (laughs) You go fuck yourself. (laughs) 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 Oh, no, really, though. Curiosity. I I know that you talk about food, but Eldon's a prepper. You uh, you like getting into stuff like that. So let's say I'm in an area where I can't grow stuff. I'm just curious because I want to hear both of you say this. It's Ended on a serious note here. If I'm able to grow something in a greenhouse, what do I grow? How do you, you know, what do you, how do you actually decide what to grow? Do you go with the GMOs or the crossbreeds? Do you pick one particular plant over another? How would you decide? That's a, that's a lot of research-based stuff, depending on like your hardiness zone, because that'll affect the amount of warm even in a greenhouse you still have to factor in the amount of warm days you have because 
like even in the winter, you'll still have a warm greenhouse, but in the summer, you will be cooking in that greenhouse. You still have to take your hardiness zone into perspective. <clears throat> and it's just research. It's like, I'll plug my guys over at Johnny's Seeds. Johnny's Selected Seeds. They they do all of the all of their crossbreeds and their cultivars the organic way like I was talking about. So they're they're a pretty good way to go about it and you just have to go through because I know I know because I've grown just about everything on their website that everything is viable from growing it from seed after you already bought seed from them. You just have to go do research, figure out what exactly you want. Do you want bush bean bush beans versus pole beans or do you want cherry tomatoes or do you want slicer tomatoes it just depends on what you want personally and how much research you're willing to put into it odin grow what you will eat it doesn't do you any good to see or grow these weird varieties and heirloom varieties of anything if your family won't eat them or you don't know how to if you don't know how to produce them Find what you like to eat and find a variety that will grow in your environment. For example, I live in Florida. It doesn't matter how much I love Concord grapes. I'm never going to grow fucking Concord grape in Florida. Yeah. They're just organisms in the soil that won't allow it. Like, I like tomatoes, but if I don't get a tomato of a... Uh, if I get a tomato that doesn't... It won't adapt to the heat... In Florida, then it doesn't matter how much I love it. I'm not going to be able to grow it and grow everything. Yeah. And if you fail, fucking pull it up and try something else. Now, before the world collapses is when you want to practice and find out what you like to grow. Yeah, that a lot of the research when it comes to this sector of life is trial and error. Like you can read that. You can go on websites and read descriptions about what it does because none of that is a hundred percent true you know it's a it's as a close to an average as you can get but there's always extremes there's always outliers you just gotta grow the shit out of everything that you think sounds cool and figure out what has the highest yields figure out what tastes the best what your family will eat you know and, fig- and figuring out a way to, because you mentioned greenhouses, maximize your yield but minimize your space. Yeah. Victory Gardens from World War II were a good example of that. Like you could grow a whole family of fours worth of food for the year and have stuff to can, right? And I think it was 100 by 25 or something, or 100 by 50 garden. 100 foot by 50 Yeah, I think feet. that's what it was. And they used companion planting, and they picked the varieties that were based off of the area and that they were prolific. You can find the plan for a victory garden online very easily. Yeah. And, and, another, and another thing that you need to look into is insects and just the general ecology of your environment. If If you know the area you live in has a shit ton of ladybugs... You can grow more beans because you won't have bean aphids coming after because the ladybugs will eat the aphids. If you have a certain type of pollinator that's in your area, you want to grow plants that will attract them, you know, grow flowers and everything that are known to attract that specific pollinator. So it pollinates everything in your garden. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, you want to tell us where they can find you? You got to give you us your TikTok name. On the old uh, Tickery Talk, my TikTok name is not some dude fifty one. They clapped the first one, <laughs> so not not some dude fifty one. I'm over there. I'm not as active during the school year, but I'm still over there. Anywhere else? Nope. That's pretty much all the public social media I have. <laughs> All right. Well, it was uh, it was wonderful talking to you. You have a wealth of knowledge that I, as much as I'm into prepping, I still love to tap your head for different ideas and stuff. Like 
Johnny's Seeds and stuff like that. That that's an awesome website. So it's very cool. And uh, what was it? TPUSA, right? Was the other one? Yep. And your conference in Arizona? Yep. America Fest 2021, December 18th through 20th. All right. Well, thank you. All right. I guess that's it for us. I'm Odin. This is Tier. And we will see you next time on another exciting episode, hopefully more focused than this one, of Winter's Call. Piss off. There you go. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.